Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. You are now listening to The Reality Is. The, the Reality Is. No, I, I'm glad to. It's for minorities, but white people don't be scared. Asians, Hispanics, you want to come on the show, hit us up. I'll talk to anybody about everything. Just be- like, these niggas is out here fucking these girls and putting it on porn, though. At 8 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday with a hard on, she gets up and she turns oh on the church and turns the thing on. I was thinking, I'm get some head or something to start today. Oh, oh, niggas are straight out here raw dicking and choking motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> if God has his hand on you, why you sitting it? That was pretty good, man. It just kind of came you out. You can't be squeamish when giving head. I mean, you got a dick in your mouth. Like, how much more gutter can you be? My niggas try it, like, like, pussy in the big deal, niggas. Just yeah. period, point blank, just what it is. The reality is. Have you ever cheated on somebody? No. I have. We know. Oh, I never wanted to cheat on anybody. Shit happens, right? I never did. So, if we have a little bit more, you know, the people who have a little bit more can put give a little bit of time to people who have a little bit less. Yeah. We get equalized the situation, and one day, you know, regardless of what the government does, we will have systems in place to take care of ourselves. You are now Jesus Christ. And I literally am not drunk. I'm not high. I'm nothing. I haven't read a script the last two or three episodes. No, you haven't. We're going to do this shit over. We're just going to start all the way from the motherfucking top, and we're going to bring it back down. Okay. And sing. What a world. This is Anthony Roberts. Host of The Reality Is, where Filter Becomes Extinct. Today's show is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio. Your voice, your independence, your platform. So join us as we work to build a listener and podcaster-centric podcast ecosystem by going to www.blogtalkradio.com What's good with you, man? <laughs> I got Artesia. I got Artesia in the studio with me tonight. We're trying to drop something for tomorrow, which is Monday. This is Sunday night. Mm-hmm. We did a podcast last night, but I don't think we was on our P's and Q's. If those are the letters yeah. in which we want to use. No. So we was like, fuck this shit. We need to record this again. Yes. After having a fun-filled day. Um, Sunday, fun day. It really was a Sunday fun day. Yeah. A lot of times when people we say Sunday, in a long time. it's been a long time. Yeah. But a lot of times when people say Sunday fun day, you think of them going out uh, to some establishment, brunch. brunch, spending money on mimosas and hanging yeah. out with people that you really don't even like. But, you know, you're and in that scene. It Sunday fun day for social media. Exactly. Yeah. But Sunday fun day for us, it was really a good one today. We went out to... Um, McKinney, which is a suburb here in Dallas, mm-hmm. on the outskirts of Dallas, about 30 minutes outside of Dallas. And I got to see a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't say his name. I've said his name the, before. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'll say yeah, his name. Rashad. I mean, I didn't know if I wanted to tell a story about him or not, so I didn't want to use his name and then got to tell a story and then try to but figure like out if said, I need to bleep this so shit out. So many Richards, like it is. Yeah. He knows who he is. Shout out to the homie, man. But uh, we went out to uh, to his house out McKinney. He invited us out there. Normally, you know, not to be funny, I was invited to a lot of events and birthdays. It's a lot of. Is what season is this? This is. Is it Leo? 
I don't fucking know. If or it ain't Vir- my birthday, I don't know. Is it Leo or Virgo season? I don't know. Is it, it ain't Gemini season. No. I don't fucking... If you don't know yeah, what Gemini well, season is, I know is, your birthday's running time. I, I mean, I don't know all that shit. I've talked about it before. I don't do astrology signs, so that part and of I really it doesn't mean anything to me. I really only pay attention to Gemini season. That's what I'm saying. So if you only pay <laughs> attention to your season, but shout out to whatever the September babies yeah. are um, up until the 22nd or the 23rd. I know my mom is a Virgo. Hers so, is September 2nd. Well, so. it's probably Virgo season. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's what it is. So shout out to the Virgos, first of all. Yeah. Um, shout out to the birthdays that I did make. Shout out to the birthdays and the parties that I didn't make. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday, Reginald Rembert. I know it was his birthday. He invited me to a party as well as my Chastity. whole uh, Chastity and the homeboy Joseph. He had a birth. Like, yeah. I didn't make some of y'all shit because I was trying to go to other people's shit. And I actually double booked myself, which I always and seem to do. ended up doing nothing. See, I was going to actually lie and Why? say I did This go. is the reality. Yeah, days. I know. But I mean, you know, some people, sometimes it's like this, man. That's what I told you about when we were supposed to go out to Allen. Yeah. See, this is the thing. I don't mind going to these places, but I do rip and run during the week. Uh-huh. I do several podcasts to put out during the week. I may do photography. I may do whatever. But one thing I have to do, I don't have a problem telling people no, but mm-hmm. people I really fuck with, I try to be there for them. Yeah. So I do want to say my apologies to whatever party I didn't show up to this mm-hmm. weekend, but I did go to several other places. And some uh, Saturday night, I sat at home. Yeah. Um, I ended up, uh, you know, being inebriated. Of course you did. And I was tired, and I said, you know what? You can't make everybody happy. Yeah. But at some point, you know, a lot of these times with these people, you know, some of the people that I do know that invited me to these events, I pay them back on the back end, or I do something Mm -hmm. to make up for the time that I didn't show up. But today, honestly, fun day, fun day. I did have a great time. It was good to see my homeboy, Richard. Yeah, um, his family. His family, you know, his beautiful daughter, Parker, who's growing up to be. She. I swear to God, when she laughed, I swore. I looked over (laughs) there, and I said, Rashard, <laughs> you need to get a pregnancy test. Not a pregnancy test. Uh, a DNA, a DNA test. Because it looked like Ezekiel had fucked your wife. From the commercial when he was eating that cereal. Like, just because she was sitting at the table yeah, laughing so laughing hard. Laughing so fucking hard while eating. <laughs> and I told him, I said, bro, your baby got the biggest smile. I know she don't smoke weed because she's only two. But she got these little purple oh lips. God. Just like Ezekiel Elliott. And she literally looked like little Zeke. Yeah. So shout out to him, man. It was good to be around the family. Um... Congratulations to him. I think it's always crazy because I'm always like, congratulations to my homeboys, especially when I see them make it. Yeah. You know, a lot of times when you think make it, people think, oh, you know, they made it to the league or they made yeah. it to, you know, doing whatever it's it is they're doing. More to life yeah, today. but he made it in life, um, graduating from college, um, getting a good job, mm-hmm. getting a beautiful wife, a sweet wife, mm-hmm. a beautiful daughter, a nice house in a permanent uh, neighborhood, yeah. you know, area in Dallas. And he's still a good guy. Yeah. Honestly, Richard is probably one of those guys. He is one of the reasons why I say good men do still exist. Mm-hmm. And this is coming from a motherfucker who is flawed as shit. Mm-hmm. This good men do still exist. Mm-hmm. And I say this about Richard. And, and, and let me say this much about Richard. This is... And I'll talk about Kevin Hart in a minute. Okay. This is a man who told me he cheated uh-huh. in his first marriage. Mm-hmm. Now, when he told me, I was like, hey, man, you know, it's fucked up. It's no reason to cheat, you know. But this is a situation in his, real, in his marriage, his then marriage. Mm-hmm. They ain't had sex in 10 months. Mm, I don't give a fuck. I I don't really care what woman it is, who you are. Mm -hmm. And I understand the vows of marriage, but I question everything because they say vows unto God. And then man has told us what God has said. And the Bible only says so many things that God said. And the only thing the things that Jesus said was read in the Bible. And I'm about to get to my point. But under God, the vows, people say he was married. But this is the thing. Ten (laughs) months with no pussy. 
When you start to become more familiar with your own hand and your Johnson knows your hand better than he knows your wife's vagina walls, to me, personally, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Now, even with all that, I told him, I said, hey, man, you know, cheating is unacceptable. Maybe you should have talked to her or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. My theories on cheating, I feel like if you cheat, a lot of times we want to point the finger and say, how dare you cheat on me? Mm-hmm. But sometimes I don't think we ever think enough to look at ourselves and say, what could I have done better? Mm-hmm. Now, like I always say, not all men are cheat wired the same way to cheat for the same reasons. No. Meaning some men cheat because they are dogs. Mm-hmm. Some men cheat because there's something that they're not getting. And why and some people will say, Well, if you want to cheat, why don't you just get a divorce? Why throw the baby out with the bathwater? Mm-hmm. Let's figure out what the fuck going on, where this stemmed from, and how we can fix it. So like I said, Richard is one of the coolest guys I've met. Great guy, cool guy, hardworking. Uh, me and him fell off and we didn't talk for a little while because of personal reasons. Uh-huh. But the reason I respect Richard as well is because when we finally got a chance to talk and I told him about the things I felt like he could have done better as a friend mm-hmm. and how I, you know, he told me what I could have done better as a friend, we were both man enough to say, you know what? Hey, we ain't gonna let this happen again. We need to communicate better. That's and, good. And, I'm we'll, so proud and we'll of go y'all. from there. So, it's very rare mm-hmm. that you can find adults. You could jump in at any time. But to find adults, I feel like it's great that you can build a rapport and, and have a friendship and a, a mature friendship enough to where you can call each other out on your wrongs mm-hmm. and there's no confrontation or nobody wants to fight. It's just like, you know what, bro, you and right. And were able to pick back up like y'all never missed a beat. Like I, never, like I literally went yeah. over there today and it was like we've been hanging out every day, every week since we left Texarkana. Yeah. And he ain't nothing but a big-ass kid. <laughs> he is. He is I a kid him. at fucking heart, man. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, Rashard, thank you for opening up your house, yes, you know, putting some meat on the grill. Thank you for all the amazing food we yeah, had today. We appreciate that. I do need you to upgrade on wine, off the wine coolers and get you some real whiskey. He is a wine cooler champ. I knew champ. something was up because yeah. when he came over there, he was like, hey, I got that yak for you. And yeah. I was like, Nigga, I don't you ain't remember never Rashard yak. drinking never like drink hardcore. If that shit don't look like piss water, he ain't drinking it. <laughs> What I mean by that piss water, if you put it in a glass, you can see right through it. That's what a wine cooler is. But he was free-flowing with those wine coolers. Yeah, he was bringing them out. I was like, nigga, I can't drink all this uh, baby juice. (laughs) No, I ain't gonna be able to do that, man. But no, man, I appreciate it for coming out. Kevin Hart. So Kevin Hart was found cheating. A lot of people was appalled by this. Me, I really didn't give two shits. I think the thing that fucked him the most is that he was always on social media talking about my rib and his thigh and everything else that went along with this. That can happen to a regular person because I've seen regular people do this. Mm-hmm. They get on social media, they taking pictures, my boo, my boo, and some of these, especially women, you'll look at the if you follow their social media for a year, <laughs> they'll have four to five different boyfriends, and every one of them is they boo, they yeah. babe, whatever. And it's like it, that's why I don't even change my status. Like everybody's like, oh, in a relationship or whatever. I, ain't I don't change even do shit. all of that. For what? Social media literally <laughs> has come the point of validation for people. Yeah. I ain't putting that on there. That's too much. Because if we break up tomorrow and we done, mm-hmm. I just want to be able to move silently through my life. Mm-hmm. And if I decide to say something about it on the podcast, I will. But mm-hmm. the thing about Don't it is, you? I think people would not know nothing about us not talking no more for a while. Like, by the time I talk about it, it'll be like me talking about it in January, and it happened January of last well, year. I appreciate that. Because I could just, I can only imagine I ain't even worried about that. I'm just worried about it from the perspective of the wise. And no, I'm saying it, I can only imagine like you hopping off on the podcast, and be like, yeah. But see, that's the thing about it. I wouldn't even, I, I wouldn't even talk shit about you like that, though. I mean, I don't think you have anything negative to say. Yeah, I've never even talked bad about really none of the girls I've been with. I just yeah. talked about truthful things that were traits of their personality mm-hmm. that came out. 
But I appreciate the fact that you said it would be a while. Cause... Well, I mean, for one, it's a respect factor. Yeah. Um, two, I know I'd be fucking. Yeah. And three, no question about that's that. That's what I'm saying. And then, <laughs> and three, you just don't want to. If you respect, if you care for somebody, even if you're not with them, mm-hmm. there's still a level of respect that you should. Oh yeah. Have for that person, unless I mean, all that respect went out the window when y'all was together, yeah. and whatever. But I feel like I've always had respect for the women that I've dealt with or been in a relationship with. So. Well, speaking of high-profile relationships and the whole situation with Kevin Hart, I came across the article earlier today that my favorite, um, well, my used-to-be celebrity crush, T.I., has decided to reconcile with uh, his wife. They called off their divorce. and All he needed was to be alone for about two or three months to get his nut off. That's all he wanted. I talked to one of my G's who said the same shit. (laughs) He was like, bro, I've been with my girl for a while now. And he was like, I just need a little break, though. He's like, I love her. I want to be with her. Yeah. But he's like, I just need to let my rocks off for a little bit. And I said, I understand. Me and you had the conversation the other day, and I said, do yeah. you ever think about being with other men since you've been with me? And he was like, nah. No, I haven't. And me, I'm an honest person. Yeah. And we talk like this all the time. And I was like, I do. Yeah, if I, I, see I mean, a, I know you do. If I, I see a girl have. with a fat ass, I can't help it. Just like yesterday when we was out eating, yeah. I was staring past I mean, she you. Had a fat ass. She had a fat ass. I was staring past <laughs> you, and I was like, "This motherfucker ass is in my mind." Yeah. I didn't say this to you. And then I was like, "I'm gonna see what she." I sees. mean, you didn't have to. Hold on, I- though. I said, "I'm gonna see which if you see it when she come in." She came in, and she walked by, and I saw your eyes go from the right, my right shoulder to my left shoulder, which let me know you saw that ass. Yeah. And then I looked at you, and I said, "You saw that?" You was like, "She got a fat ass." Yeah. And for the most part, like you don't ever, like I don't feel like you're disrespecting me or whatever because we tend to compliment the same things or if I see something that I think or I know you'll like, I'll be like, did you see that? If like, a girl got a fat ass, <laughs> a girl got a fat ass. If a nigga got a big dick, a nigga got a big dick. Yeah. What you supposed to do? Be like, don't see that. Don't know what that is. Yeah. I mean, but I've been attracted to other guys. I just, when you, when you, you start should. talking about do I want to be with somebody else or even think about being with them sexually, like for me, that's never been an issue. Like, that's because women are normally, not all women, but a lot of women, most women seemingly yeah. have to be more so emotionally connected. Yeah. For me, I could see a picture of some ass or some titties and be like, I got a titty fuck or she got a nice mouth with a nice smile or if she wearing red lipstick, if she wearing so Dudes know what they like. So when they see what they like, they think about what they would do with the things that they like. It's like a, a kid in a, a toy store. Mm-hmm. He may not have that toy. You ever took your kid to the toy store when he was little, and when you take him at the beginning of the aisle, he may pick up a plane. Mm-hmm. Midway through the aisle, he may pick up a Power Ranger. By the end of the aisle, he got a Transformer. Mm-hmm. Now, he can't have them all, but he goddamn sure want to play with them all right then and there, Yeah. even if he can't take them home. Yeah. That's niggas. We always see women as toys sometimes and especially when we're immature to be played with so question Mm -hmm. okay in in i guess using ti as an example because the reason why i saw this story is because i guess bernice uh i forgot her last name little bernice the girl that he was messing with oh yeah she fine though yeah i'm sorry tiny is cool too but i I want i respect ti they have that they have history they um, do have history. Anyways, so Bernice was on Snapchat, right. and she was basically, like, saying, oh, when something is broken, it can't be fixed. And she did, like, the little shrug emoji. So what do you, I mean, when you out here letting your nuts hang, what do you do with the collateral damage after the fact? Like, how do you go about handling that? That's the thing about most men, though. We don't really give a fuck about collateral damage. We do sometimes. But if it's collateral damage, collateral mm-hmm. damage, let's speak in layman's terms. Collateral damage is a side chick. 
Yeah. If we get back to our main chick and we get that opportunity to be back somewhere where we really want to be, uh-huh. we could give two fucks about what the side chick but thinks. But the side chick is still hanging on trying to make herself relevant yeah. in the situation. All, all That's what I'm saying. With side chicks, you got to give them bitches a cold shoulder. <laughs> I'm talking about <laughs> cold. Like, when they touch that motherfucker ice, it's cold to the... You got to hit them with a cold shoulder. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do with a side... You can't wean a side bitch off the dick. You just got to cut them <laughs> off. Because you know what? That side chick has something that we liked. Mm-hmm. And if we don't cut her off Y'all while we're trying to get right, we're going to double dip. Okay, so prime example. When I was messing with the married chick, uh-huh. it had to go cold turkey. She mm-hmm. thought I was the piece of a shit scum of the earth. When I did that, and I'm thinking in my head, yeah. she thinks I'm the scum of the earth because I'm stopping this. Yeah. But I'm really the scum of earth by fucking you and sending you home, even though it was a smile on your face. I sent you home to somebody <laughs> that you didn't belong to me. Mm-hmm. And you're mad at me because I'm saying, hey, this shit has went on for long. Well, I literally had an affair with this lady for two years. Mm. Well, she had an affair with me. I wasn't married. I ain't never been married. But I was fucking a married woman for two years. My, my. And she thought I was wrong the day that I left her alone. No wonder that fallout was real. I don't know what fallout you're speaking of. No, I'm just saying, like... And people are probably like, how the fuck she know? We were friends before we started yeah, no, yeah, dating. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that, though. <laughs> so you know a lot of things about me before. Yeah. It's so funny, because when we was at Richard's, we were talking about that. Yeah. And, you know, you, I was like, dang... You, you had forgot how, I long did it forgot. Was, how long it's been. Yeah, and I, 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 it's crazy, because when he said that, we were talking about a time that we went bowling, and then we went to this yeah. little Mexican spot. And he was like, yeah, you called was there, you was there. I was like, nah, yeah, that was when you was dating such and such. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's so funny. Well, and it was when I was smashing the married chick. Yeah. And it was funny because as you started telling me all these things, you was like, yeah, man, you were friends still. Yeah. And I came to see you when you went to the Mexican spot after the bowling spot, and then I left. Yeah. And then you met yeah, up with the married chick. You hit got the some parking head, lot. Got yeah, some hit head. the parking lot, got some hair from her, came back in, hit me a couple of margaritas, and I <laughs> I was like, "Dad, you do shit." When you get some head, yeah. So I've been around for a long time. Yeah, women, if you don't do nothing else, man, give your man head outside of the bedroom. Give him head outside of the house. Yeah. Whew. Good yeah. time. Head in the parking lot. You done did that shit. Oh, I know. I say good times. Yeah, it's just you know, <laughs> head in the parking lot. I think is, it's something about doing things that you're not supposed to be doing. If you have a steady hand and a steady right foot where you can control the gas and the acceleration. Yeah, because some people don't have that good yeah, control. Get you some head while you're driving. Yeah. It'll feel like you're on cruise control <laughs> even when you ain't on it. I'm telling you. So Kevin Hart, your thoughts on Kevin Hart when you find out about the cheating and him coming out? Because a lot of people said he came out because he was already on tape and he was already being caught. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely, that was one of my initial reactions was I felt like, okay, he's doing damage control now. Um, but I still understood the fact. I, this girl. Don't like, let this bitch extort you. Yeah, like trying to get all this money for this like subpar, like if a woman cell came phone to- video footage. I thought it was like messed up that he cheated on his pregnant wife, of course. Um, clearly, this is something that he has an issue with because cheating was an issue in his first marriage. Um, so it's not like it wasn't a surprise. So it sounds like he, he needs cheated. an open marriage, really. It does. And then all of all also I will say that his current wife should know what she got herself into because Has she spoken out about this? 
Um, you know what? I haven't really followed it that much. To I, have, know. I haven't either, but I ha- I think I felt like I would have heard if she did. Yeah, I don't think. So. I mean, I think her main focus right now is having that baby. Yeah, but I also like think she's not gonna speak out because the backlash would be so real for her. Yeah, I mean, she's already getting it. I'm pretty sure she's seeing it on social or, or what have you. But it would be worse if she spoke out saying this is fucked up. How dare yeah, he? Yeah. Because they're gonna be like, no, bitch. How dare you? Yeah, because it's basically kind of like you 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 know get back what you put out. So. Well, I I definitely would have did the same thing as Kevin Hart. A lot of people call him a coward for Mm -hmm. coming out because he's being extorted. Would you even have put yourself in that situation to where you would get films like that? Uh, I can't say that I wouldn't have fucked a Puerto Rican because Puerto Ricans are hot shit. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just something different. I know that's dangerous. You just Uh got to. But if I am putting myself in Kevin Hart's situation, Mm -hmm. first of all, I wouldn't have had that same hotel. I think that is flat out ridiculous. I have had, and I've told you, homegirls come over who I found out later that they're more, they want to be more than homegirls who have asked to go to the room. And I'm like, no. Yeah. You can, you can sit on this couch. Like what? I, 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 I literally understand. have the door, I have the door closed. I'm not showing you. Like, even if this is your first time over here, like I literally don't show the room. The yeah. door stays closed. You can see the bathroom. You can see the closet. You mm-hmm. can see the living room. You can see the kitchen. You can see what, but I will never open the door and take anybody in my room. First of all, like, even if I am going to cheat, I'm not going to, I wouldn't, it's crazy. I wouldn't fuck in the same bed or put somebody on the same side that you sleep in when you're here. I would hope not. So Kevin Hart, first of all, if that was me, it would have been at a whole nother hotel. I got the money. I could have put her in a whole nother hotel. And not to be funny, I'm checking shit. I'm pulling a Derek Jeter. Like, you got, even if I'm not making you sign something, mm-hmm. I'm going to have somebody there. I know he got a bodyguard. He yeah. always got a, a slew of niggas with him when he out. Uh-uh, I would have yeah, said, no phones. You would only had your word to go by. You would you would only had your word, and you would have been able to say, "Hey, I was at the hotel. You was at this hotel that night." Yeah, that's about as good as it get. And with that bland ass story and him being a superstar, he could have been like, "You just a random bitch lying." Mm-hmm. Period. I remember back in my younger days, because like I said, Ti was a celebrity crush. Um, still kind of is, but he was here in Dallas uh, for a concert, and I actually went to the W with a friend. It Did was you turn like into for, a thought bag. No, you know what? That's the thing. I have. It's like I can say stuff. Bucket. <laughs> I'll say stuff like a you know whore. here now in conversation. What the Bobby used to call him a harlot. Yeah, but I've never just really had that thought gene in my system. Like I, I've never done that. It's okay to have a thought gene a little bit. Yeah, you just it's know, okay. You just gotta know when hey, to use it. I'm not passing any judgment at all. But I went to this little meet and greet and. These people were going crazy over him. And I remember being, like, right here, like, yeah. sitting across from him. And one of the girls, she pulled out her cell phone, and he, like, it was, like, so quick. He grabbed her hand, and he was like, hey, what you need that for? Like, he, he was like, we're not taking no pictures. Like, that was the first thing. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, we're not doing that. He photoshopping me, bitch. Yeah. And so he made her put her phone that. up. Now, granted, you know, he did kind of walk away, you know. And talk to her? It was a couple of girls that left with him, of course, but it wasn't no phones but allowed. Can, this is the thing, though. If you're <laughs> dating a famous person, and for all the people who know what I'm about to say, I'm not justifying cheating, but yeah. you can't tell me you're going to marry a 22-year-old athlete, rapper, boxer, any kind of entertainer that's making over $10 million a year and think this nigga about to be faithful to you when he ain't even explored the world. Yeah. You can't expect that. You, if you give me a hundred, call me whatever the hell you want to call me. Give me a hundred million dollars at twenty-one years old. Uh, you just a regular. You just another person. I'll tell you whatever I need to tell you to get what I want, or I'm just mm-hmm. gonna pay for what I want. 
that's what people don't understand too. A lot of times we see people these these superstars with these beautiful women. Mm -hmm. Rick Ross says it all the time. They pay for it. Yeah. You pay for it because when you pay for it, you get you a professional woman. Mm -hmm. If you want a Puerto Rican with a fat ass, big breast, slim stomach, what Kevin Hart should have did was been smart about it. Found him a motherfucking madam in Miami. I'm sure he'll do that from now on. I know he will. Just like the rest of the motherfuckers. You will go down there, get you a motherfucking madam, find a madam, get you some woman, some women, a Yugoslavian, you can get a black one, a white one, an Asian, a green one, a blue one, a bitch from Mars with a sideways pussy. See, they, you got this all figured out. You can do it. <laughs> to where they're not talking about it. That's the di I've always said that. That's the difference between black entertainers mm -hmm. and white entertainers. Oh, yeah. White entertainers are going to pay the amount of money that needs to be paid to keep everything a secret. Mm -hmm. Ray Donovan is real in this world. Oh, yeah. They have people who clean up shit and take care of it for you. Mm -hmm. Black people, we continuously feel like we're already egotistical. We're already brody. You yeah. give us a hundred fucking million dollars, we think we can make every bitch yeah, shut up <laughs> and we think our dick will keep people quiet. Yeah, no. Your dick ain't that good when you're that rich. No. They want 10 million over a seven inch, eight inch, That's or a nine it. inch penis. And it's clear that she targeted him That's for it. money. But this so. is the thing too. I had an issue with people attacking him on social media, but why no backlash for this motherfucking woman? Oh, because she she released her little statement to say, I know what I am. I know my That bitch, that makes is. you worse. Yeah. <laughs> That means I saw you. That's like me seeing a big booty girl That's and being like, like you know what? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like I'm going to see her and say, you know what? I want that. But not only do I want that, I'm going to impregnate her mm -hmm. with a busted condom to trap her because I don't want another nigga having that. And if I just can't keep her around in my life, I'm going to get her pregnant to where I will always be around and always be able to come in and out. Of that. I mean, not, niggas probably do that. But what I'm yeah. saying is premeditated mm -hmm. blackmail. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah. Fuck that. She should get no nothing. I think she was being investigated by the FBI. Yeah. But see, that's the same thing I told you, too. That's why I think it's important to, when you're on that level, I'm not saying Kevin Hart should have stayed with his first wife, but that's why I always say, yeah. if you, I tell you this all the time, if this podcast happened to blow up uh -huh. and I became rich, we need to be together, married, or solidified. Yeah. Because I can't guarantee shit if I get to that level and I ain't got this is the thing about it. You don't know if people want you for you, mm -hmm. your money, your status. Well, you know, I'm what So I'm why here not for. pay well I've been broke so. since you've been here. <laughs> so I think So I don't think that's the question with me. No, I don't think that is a question with you. I think that's definitely, you know, it is what it is. But I think people need to understand that Kevin Hart, the thing that I said when I first heard this story is regular niggas get mm -hmm. money and think they are That's what I new was niggas. Yeah. Like Kevin Hart probably wasn't getting that kind of no. pussy. I mean, you got a man who's 5'4", he's average looking yeah. from what most women say. And I mean, if I was a woman looking at him, I wouldn't be like, oh, oh shit, this yeah. is Kevin Hart. Idris Elba or other mm -hmm. niggas like that, that's yeah. different. But Kevin Hart was probably not pulling hoes. No. Of the, he, even if he was pulling women, he wasn't not pulling teens. He wasn't pulling quality. Yeah. So it's like then you get to this level of making all of this money and you think these motherfuckers really want you for you. Mm -hmm. They fucking you because of your money, and if they fucking you because of your money, they can try to come up with a scheme to get your money. Oh yeah, you gotta just be like look in the mirror and say, like when I go and look in the mirror, I look at myself and I say, I'm handsome. I'm not the best looking guy in the world, but I am very confident in what I bring to the table and who I am. Mm -hmm. Know yourself. Mm -hmm. Big girls know themselves, yes. which is why they do certain things that a lot of other people can't do. One thing about big girls, they so fucking confident. Yeah, big girls out here wearing swimsuits, tucking belly. <laughs> I love it though. They, they, the spillage, the turkey yes. wing, they letting it all fucking out. Mm -hmm. And you got some people with a little pudge and be like, I ain't going in no bathing suit. That's me, honey. And it's like big <laughs> girls just do what they do. <laughs> yeah, I'm fat, but I bet you I can cook, bitch. <laughs> I eat and my man eating too. Exactly. And I suck that dick and I do this and this. they mm -hmm. do what they need to do to keep 
a man. Yeah. I want to say shout out to DJ Cherry. Thanks for uh, doing Freaky Friday with us. Uh, I had a great great time. time. (laughs) I had a great time. Uh, It was a great conversation. I've had some feedback from it where people are saying they love the the authenticity, Mm -hmm. the the candidness, the nasty mouth. That's what I don't think women understand. You don't want a woman to speak all dirty and shitty in conversation like a a sailor. But when they talk to you about Said like she was talking about spit on the dick. Yeah, I had a homeboy hit me up and he's like, "Hey, bro, I had to go find her on social media." Yeah, somebody else told me that too, and I was just like, "Yeah, I told that's, you." That's, I mean, that's her all the Nasty time. Nasty talking women gonna have niggas out here looking. Mm-hmm. I always feel like somebody's watching <laughs> me. Yeah, but no, yeah, she said she had a great time. Um, she kind of well, she really didn't surprise me with this comment, but the fact that she said. When you asked her or you talked about being open and when she mentioned being horny as hell, mm-hmm. she actually said that she wanted to have a threesome with us that mm-hmm. night. A threesome. Yes. <laughs> Would you allow a threesome? Um, I wouldn't in this situation. I've had a threesome before, but I I, I can't do a threesome with somebody that I'm really connected to. Mm. A lot of people are scared to have a threesome because they always be like, maybe the girl will start liking a girl more. Yeah, it was, and it's so funny that it always seems to be like that. Even when you yeah. watch movies, you see movies where it's like guys are like, yeah, I want this. But yeah. they woman end up getting took. It's like, yeah. and that's, I asked you that the other day too, after watching The Wire. Like, how do, like, what do lesbians have? Like a lesbian like Snoop off The Wire. Yeah, see, I don't understand And they understand be pulling the, the baddest whole, girls. Yeah, they do, but... I've never understood the whole stud thing. Like, to me, if you're going to go get a stud, like, you might as well have a man. So I don't, I don't really understand that. And you want that cold, hard pink. Well, you know what? I ain't going to even sell a cold dildo no more because I know they probably got to vibrate with some heat on it or oh, something. yeah. 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 So, ah. But no, that, that whole ego, the male ego thing when it comes to threesomes is real. Because I know even in my situation, yeah. it was like, he was like, oh, you, you spending too much time. Like, move. Let me get on it. Like. Mm. Yeah, he was jealous. Yeah, and it, and it and it changed real quick. Like it went from being, you know, we all yeah. good. I think it's different for women because you, for one, women are sensual, mm-hmm. and then it's like you know what you like. Yeah, so it's like you're gonna, yeah, you know what to do to a woman. Yeah, so it's kind of like to get her to respond, and when that response happens, then it's kind of like oh shit, he don't wait, yeah. wait, what the fuck you doing? Hey man, yeah. hey hey. <laughs> And they that's want you to get out. Yeah. yeah and it's like, happens. hey, man, quit sucking on that pussy so tight. Let me, come on, man. It's like a two babies on a nipple. Like, they, you know, like the little dogs when the baby, the yeah. mother laying on the side and the motherfuckers, they ain't got, they got their eyes closed. They just yeah. reaching for a nipple and fighting each other. I realized after listening to that episode that I was a little bit um, more inebriated than. Yeah, you, st- I mean, like I, I said. Was, yeah, I was. Sound like you wanted to say some names or call somebody out. And I didn't know what was going on. I just, I looked at you and I was like, I don't know if it's the look up in this motherfucker. But you know, that's not usually how it happens. Like, I had a lot going on. Like, my aunt, you know, she passed away yeah. in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. We, we had, we actually had her funeral that day. Yeah. And then I came in and we did the two podcasts. Yeah. And in between the first. Uh, podcast in the second when I got some information so yeah. I'm like over here pouring back wine <laughs> glasses of wine yeah. by the time I looked up it was like a whole two bottles gone <laughs> yeah so I was a little bit more hype than normal which caused me to be a, uh, a lot more vocal which kind of made the last half of that episode a little bit difficult but for being me to vocal, listen to don't that shit feel good I mean, it felt good, but because I am such a private person and because I'm usually always about um, maintaining, you know, certain. Yeah. And I also want to say DJ Cherry, man. 
thank you. After the podcast, you didn't linger. Oh you didn't, my god! You didn't wave. You so didn't amazing. stay around. You you. But partially, she left because she had to go. And she was horny. Yeah, she said she had to masturbate. <laughs> her boyfriend was. But you know, what? I st- hey, I still appreciate that. Yeah. Podcasting since I've transitioned from the studio to the home studio. Mm-hmm. People don't know how to leave. No. For future guests. Some people, it's okay, though. Some people, it is okay. But some people, like, if I don't, if we know you, but we really don't know you, and you are a guest. If it's your first time coming. Remember, you are a guest. 15 minutes max after the podcast go off. Because mm-hmm. I need to get back to walking around and being normal. Like, I'd be over here full clothes. I need to get back to walking around in, in a t shirt and some Me too. Uh, jogging pants with no drawers on. I like, I need to, to be put out here. pants when people come Yeah, home. I forgot one time. I forgot who I was interviewing <laughs> so with. And mad. I just had on jogging pants and I forgot to put underwear on. Oh, man. And I was like, shit. And I was sitting up there. And it was like, when I was sitting up there, it's like the person <laughs> kept looking. And I was like, I don't know. And I'm trying not to get hard because I'm like, the wind blow the wrong way. Shit just happened. Oh, my God. So I'm so, I was like, fuck, I ain't even got no drawers on. Sometimes I get too comfortable recording yeah. from home. Yeah, I don't know. I just I I'm always ready for people to go so I can take my pants off. Yeah, just relax. <laughs> That's all it is. And I was just telling you the other day. I said, you know what? I think I'm about to go in and get a studio. Yeah, I'm about to go I in. Think you definitely... We looked we looked at the beginning of the year downtown that yeah. didn't go right, and I was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna have to go ahead and get one because I need people to get up out this motherfucker when it's that time. Yep. When it's done, be motherfucking done. All right, man. Again, we're gonna take a quick break. You guys are listening to the reality is where filtering becomes extinct. We rarely take breaks, but a nigga. Got- so oh I'll be God. back in just a little bit. Two, what did they say? Two whiffs of a pig's ass or something one. like that? I don't know that one. Okay. <laughs> well, that dog don't hunt around here. Boy, you cat. Boy, you cat. All right, man, we back. We done paying some bills. Paying bills. Dropping loads, dropping the kids off at the pool. Oh, my God. Letting the brown kids swim. Okay, I think they got it. Okay, I'm just, I mean, it's a lot of, you know, kissing the porcelain goddess. Oh, my God. I'm just saying, I like to come up with little names like that, you know. No, I didn't come up with them, but, you know, it's cool. It's culture, you know. So you talk different ways of shit. Somebody told me. This is how different and diverse cultures are. Uh-huh. I remember walking into um, it was a rest a restroom at a primarily Hispanic owned apartment complex. Mm-hmm. When I went into the bathroom, it was a bunch of toilet paper, like with shit on it, in the corner. And I was like, "Some nasty fucking shit." Yeah, but I, I mean, but listen though. Ooh, I know. So then, that. when I was talking to somebody. I got a homeboy who's Hispanic mm-hmm. and he still has family in Mexico and, yeah. and West Texas. And he was saying in Mexico, in the poor parts of Mexico, mm-hmm. where they still have like dirt, like dirt floors and yeah. clay walls and shit. He was like, they don't have a sewage system. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them who come over here who have not been Americanized, he was like, they still look at the toilet or the, the what is it? Uh, the restroom? The restroom. But I was, I was trying to find a professional term for it the for the job of the yeah. waste management people mm-hmm. but um he was like they would basically piss take a shit whatever he's like they do it in a hole in the ground and because you can't put that in the hole in the ground they threw it in the corner until they decided to clean up i guess yeah, with no with no with no waste bin no waste basket or anything to put yeah. it in they do it and they throw it in the corner because when i came in i was like i got ready to piss and i pulled my dick out and i looked to the right of the toilet and i'm like 
Okay, I'm used to singing in a nasty bathroom with like toilet tissue on the floor. Yeah. But like I've never seen it where it's like shit Mm-mm. on I the motherfucking toilet tissue on the floor. I know that that's a thing because I have, you know, friends from Mexico yeah. or whatever. So I know that that's a thing, but I've never seen it here. So I, I yeah, I wouldn't want to either. Nah, I had to hold my breath because I still had to pee. But I, I, when I saw that, I was like, shit. And yeah, then I thought you just didn't walk out. What? I had to piss. What? I'm going to piss outside? Knowing you, I would have. Well, yeah. I was too exposed. I ain't have all my weight in my meat, so I didn't want to pee outside. No, I gotta have. It, it, okay. Niggas know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I mean you I'm got not, three stages hey. to a penis. In the winter time, I mean, I know the, the winter time you gotta with, keep so some. I'm but not, I'm just saying, yeah. the winter time you gotta keep some hair on your balls, so your balls hang a little low. Uh-huh. You got a little more weight in your meat. You know what I'm saying? If you got your shit clean like a baby, and you come out of the shower, you walk out to like shrinkage is real. Yeah. Even if you have a big penis, shrinkage is real. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying. I got you. So I had to pee inside. And then I thought about it when I inhaled. I said, damn, I just inhaled a bunch of shitty air. Yeah, you did. I was fucked regardless. I was toxic from the time that I went in. Okay. So mama texts you. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. My mom texts you. Uh, uh, was it yesterday? Yesterday. She went to Atlanta, you know, chocolate <laughs> city, home of big booties and 18 inch waists, and that shit is real. Oh my God! Out of nowhere yesterday, I was so like I was surprised and shocked that she texted me because I even think I ran it by you. Mm-hmm. But basically, she was asking me if I'd ever went to a female strip club, and yep. if so, had I gotten a lap dance from a female? And I was like, instantly, I felt convicted because I didn't want to answer this question. Because it's my was, mama. Yeah, because it was your mom, and I was like, yes, and yes. Um, but why do you ask? Like, where did this come from? And so basically, she went to Atlanta with her uh, cousin. cousin, and then her cousin's daughter it was their birthday weekend. Wanted to go to the strip club, and they were trying to tell them that that's the thing to do. Yeah, happy, and so, happy birthday to my cousin Bianca too. Yeah, and so I was like, oh yeah, you know, going to the strip club that that's a great time, and uh, Atlanta strip clubs are the best. Like, yeah. she definitely needs to go to the strip club. She gonna go mm-hmm. anywhere. It would be in Atlanta. But that question caught me by surprise, and her response was like. Oh my God! Okay, enough. Thanks. <laughs> I felt so bad. And she had texted me too, <laughs> asking me had I been, and I said, "Yeah, I've been." And she was like, "Have you been with Artesia?" Yeah, that was what she asked. <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, I've been with her." And she's like, "Did she get a lap dance?" And I was like, "No, not when I was there." Yeah, but see, I've been, I've I've gone to strip clubs for the longest. Yeah. Like I've gone previous, you know, relationships or. And I know you're okay with them because yeah. you told me. Um, I've never and she asked me she was like have you ever had a lap dance and I said no yeah she's like you've been to a strip club and you never had a lap dance and I was like I'm not that dude like I don't want I don't want them women on me yeah it's good to look and appreciate the art yeah I love but I don't the want art. a woman who's been on 57 dicks before she got to me yeah. I just don't want that and then even if even if she even if it was her first shift and she just got there and I was her first customer I still don't want it it's, I'm, it, just, I'm no, no, no. You're particular. Like I'm that. very particular, but also I have a respect for women. Mm-hmm. I can come watch them. Mm-hmm. It's three things I hate to see mm-hmm. men do to women: verbally abuse them, mm-hmm. physically abuse them, mm-hmm. cheat on them, and act like it's their fault. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Because if you cheat, you cheat because you want to. Even if it's something that she's not doing, mm-hmm. you still do it because you want to. Yeah. So to come back and be like, if you would have had done this, no, you just say, hey, you know, I wasn't getting this and I decided to take it upon myself to to take care of it myself. So it's like, don't put it on somebody to mm-hmm. say, hey, this is because of you. Yeah. That's like I've always told you, if you be like, oh, you cheating, I say, yeah, it's going to be because I wanted to. Yeah. 
It ain't gonna be because you were so shitty to me that I decided to. Yeah. That's how I feel it. So those are three things that I hate about about that. What was my initial topic? Uh, that's what I'm like trying to figure out how I'm to trying get, to get back. from what the, fuck the was I strippers. Talking about? You got the note. Strippers. <laughs> yes. How the fuck did I get there? Because you were talking about not wanting to lap dance because you're particular like No, that. I said I respect thr- women yeah. and I don't like certain things done to them. Yeah. So for me, it's like if I... Do you feel like you're objectifying them in that moment? In, in a little bit, yeah. Okay. And the thing about okay. it, I'm sure I objectify women in some other yeah, way in my mind uh-huh. or whatever, you know, and I never do anything to disrespect women mm-hmm. uh, intentionally. Yeah. Cause, yeah, because that's the thing about it. Like, a lot of women, they'll be like, well, you know, you're mis- I think all men are misogynist. Oh, yeah. I think we're to all, yeah, to a certain extent, because we opinion. do it blindly, because between locker room talk mm-hmm. and just the way we view women, and this is what I'll say. It's hard not to be misogynistic Mm -hmm. and it's hard not to view women in a certain light when you got porno stars Mm -hmm. and when you got regular everyday women allowing themselves to be side chicks, Instagram models, they got models showing off workout clothes with nothing on. Like women are showing us the things that we want from them without even having to ask for it. Mm -hmm. So how dare you, in a sense, get mad and say, well, whatever, 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 this is how you treat women. And this is the thing Mm -hmm. that I want to say. Even for women who are misogyn, who say men are misogynist, mm-hmm. I guarantee you, with the man that they're with, they allow their husband, significant other, or to treat them or say something misogynistic to them every now and again. Mm-hmm. If you got a man that just slaps your ass or compliments your ass and not your brains, mm-hmm. that's considered misogynistic by some people. If I said some shit like that to a girl on the street, yeah, how is it different from a woman that you, that you love and you're saying the same type of shit to? Mm-hmm. Well, I you mean, can get deep and you can justify yeah, whatever, but this is the way I feel like. Be careful how much you judge because we all do something wrong. And a lot of things that we're judging people on, mm-hmm. we're so fucking hypocritical and probably already doing it ourselves. Oh, yeah. Politicians mm-hmm. accusing people of whatever they accuse them of. And politicians are known for fucking other people's wives, your little girls, little boys, mm-hmm. and everything else. Just be mindful of how hard you judge. I see people, what was that today? That little nigga on... Uh, uh, God forgive me for calling him a oh, little nigga. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, I tweeted something today <laughs> on social media about because they, they they were talking to the Cowboys and the Cowboys refused. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, probably not after this season. Mm-hmm. But they refused to speak out about the injustices that are happening to Colin Kaepernick. They refused to speak with out Trump about making his and Trump making comments. those statements about mm-hmm. fire NFL players if they don't stand. Fuck Trump. Yeah. And like I said, okay, nigga. Yeah. Because a white person can be a nigga too. Yeah. Don't you ever think you can't be a nigga, white people. Because you can be a motherfucking nigga. And you can be a goddamn clown. Yeah, so you made your, your statement about how Jerry Jones had them trained. Yeah. Basically. And then this guy decides to come on and say, oh, well, we're not going to help them pay their bills. Yeah, and he was talking about, yeah. If they take a stand, because yeah. he was using the Des Bryant situation. Des Bryant. Yeah. And he was like, I understand Des Bryant saying he wasn't staying because he got a family to feed. Des Bryant, motherfucker, they not going to cut you, nigga. Yeah. They ain't cutting Des Bryant, and if Des Bryant got cut, he going to get picked up by another team, because even though he's subpar in my eyes, mm-hmm. he is a top elite uh, wide receiver in the NFL to a lot of other people. Now, I didn't think it was anything wrong with him commenting because I, I think your I think your response was like, I don't know who you are, yeah, but said, thank I, you yeah, for I said, whatever. I don't know who you are, bro, but My thanks for your opinion. My thing was when he came back and commented, nigga, I ain't got to know, you ain't got to know who I am for me to comment on a public post. Yeah. And I was like, but why you got to be a nigga, though? And all like, I said was okay. I think that's funny how yeah. people th- are quick to throw that word around. Yeah. And then he came back and he was like, oh, y'all are the type of people. So he, instantly he started to put us in a box. A box, yeah. He Without like, us even really saying shit. And yeah, like, I don't even know you. Yeah. But the thing about it is I hate when you chime in on shit because I'm not going to let nobody disrespect you. 
especially verbally. So it's like when I saw him come in to your comment, I was like, okay, what the fuck this nigga done said? Oh my God. And then I had to go back and just say, hey, bro, I'm going to go ahead and block you. Yeah, you know what I'm that, saying? Because you fucking with somebody me. that you really don't know who you fucking with. And see, this is the thing about it. I'm goofy yeah. and I'm crazy funny on the podcast. So people say, yeah. you know, and they say, oh, it's funny. And I think people look at you and they be like, you're a funny guy. But I think that kind of sucks for me, too. Because, I will fuck somebody up, man. Yeah, I, I feel you. Yeah, because people just <laughs> underestimate you, and you be like, "Motherfucker, I'm trying, I'm don't trying to." These glasses yeah, don't let this shit fool you. <laughs> but I just think it sucks for me because, like you said, you hate when I chime in on stuff, and I just did. For me, I didn't like the way he addressed you. Yeah. So of course, that's why I chimed in in the first place. But then it's like I gotta dial mine back or be be mindful. Let me not say anything here. And I even called him a young king. Yeah. I ain't gonna even. I was like, I ain't gonna even address him as a nigga. Yeah. I was like, young king, and in parentheses, I was like, a young, a black man, a young black man who doesn't know his worth yet. Yeah, cause I'm I mean, not gonna address you as a nigga like you address me because, like I've always said, I'm never gonna bicker with a black man or a black woman in public. Or anybody on social media. Anybody on matter. social media, but I'm definitely not gonna do it in in public because people always expect us mm-hmm. to be at odds. And not to be funny, this system was created to put us at odds and to put us against each other. Yeah. So I'd be goddamn if I'm gonna argue with you, young dude, on social media like that. Yeah. But I don't mind going tit for tat. We went from lap dances to uplifting other black people. <laughs> you can get it all on the reality is. Don't you like to go see some pussy shake? Yes. Don't you like to uplift your people? Because <laughs> yes, everybody else give us a hard time. That's the reality is. That's the connection between the two. <laughs> and I was just like, this dude, yo, I went and looked at him. Also. I looked at his Facebook page. Oh, that and was then I, so... And, but that's what made me not want to argue with him. Yeah. Because when he said, nigga, wasn't I'm, even worth yeah, it. he said, nigga, I don't even know you. And then I said, okay, let me just click on this little dude's thing. Let yeah. me see what's popping. So I click on it. And I mean, if y'all want to check him out, it's Slim the Great. No. Fuck that. Slim, S-L-I-M on Facebook, The Great. And that's D-E-G-R-A-T-E. Like great and cheese. <laughs> Not great. So I don't know if that's oh, his last okay. name, but Slim uh, The Great. So when I looked at his picture, I felt like Slim was his nickname because he was slim. But not only was he slim, he, had, he literally had like a foot-long blunt in his profile so picture. And when I saw that, I said, without the school degrees or whatever, I feel like I am responsible enough to, to not better. even get into an argument or yeah. tongue thrashing this young dude with a blunt on his Facebook profile picture, which clearly states he is not on the level of comprehension to understand that he's fucking himself by having that. Well, he we might as well have a mugshot. When he was saying he was using certain words. And yeah, because he was like, context. I own. And I was like, I own. I O N. I was like, is we talking about the TV network? <laughs> I but am. then I'm hood and I'm black too, so yeah, I knew we know it. What that yeah, is. but I read that and I was like, you gonna have and try and have an intellectual conversation yeah. with with uh, gibberish conversation? Yeah, I'm not gonna no, do it, young. Not G. worth it, young guy. But thanks for commenting. Thanks for coming, Slim the Great. You're a young black man, so if you're not great now, greatness is in you. Yeah, and hopefully you find that greatness. Yeah, but you better sweep around your motherfucking own front door before you try you to sweep speak. around mine. <laughs> Who what was that? The Winers Brothers? Yeah. Yeah. Old school gospel. I used to love that shit. What's the next topic before we get out of here? Um, I think you were talking about adulthood. Welcome to adulthood. Yeah. Every fucking time the first of the month is coming upon us. First and the fifteenth are two real days of every month. Yeah. We can't get away from things. Bills. So that's your welcome to adulthood moment. Bills is what I want to tell, because you know what? I was a late bloomer when it comes to college. I graduated at 34. I just graduated in December. Uh-huh. Um, I went to school on and off for a few years. And I finally knew what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Went back to school, graduated in four years like a regular student. Mm-hmm. Throughout that time, I met a lot of youngsters. Yeah. A lot of cool youngsters. 
and now they graduated. Some of them graduated with me. Some of them have graduated over the last year since I've been out. Mm -hmm. And one thing I always see them post, they going crazy when they see the student loan debt. Yeah. And they going crazy when they start having to pay their own car note, house note, I mean, or rent. Or yeah. whatever the case may be, cell phone bills. Because, you know, after you turn 18, uh, one thing that black parents like to do is get the fuck up out this house. Yeah, see, you know, I, yeah. I was the only child, and uh, people incorrectly assumed that just because I was the only child, I got everything handed to me. Mm-hmm. When I wanted a new car, like, I, I had my license at 16, but I didn't have a car until, like, I was uh, home from the military because I had to be able to pay for it. Yeah. Um, I had to, I got my first job because I wanted a cell phone. So stuff like that. My welcome to adulthood moment was when my mom died because I instantly became responsible for two households because she was the, even though my great-grandmother was like very active and independent living on her own, she was primarily responsible for taking care of her, like managing her bills and all that other stuff. So I instantly became responsible for two households and I was recently uh, married and had two kids and I was just like, Oh my gosh, you shit is real. Kids, they ain't dead. No, I have two kids. Like I had, like I had just had I know them. Like yeah, they were like eighteen months apart. Like one was barely walking, and the other one was in a car seat. I wanted to pull my hair out. That was my welcome to adulthood moment. Yeah, your ex husband was fucking like rabbits. One barely walking, and one in the car yeah. seat. I remember telling my mom. <laughs> That I was pregnant again, and she was like, "You dodo bird, yeah. you didn't wait the full six Hell weeks." No. <laughs> Shit, I posted on Instagram earlier today. I posted up a little uh, baby, a toy yeah. baby. That's closest to a kid I'm gonna get. But today I, was so refreshing today to see you very, interact with Parker. Yeah, but the thing about it is, is I know. I think what did she do? We she walked was hugging upstairs. her little sheep. We walked upstairs. And people always tell me if you have a kid, you're probably gonna have yeah, a girl. Yeah, that's the only thing that's gonna change you. And I saw one when, when I, first of all, I carried her upstairs, and we just Google, not Google, Google talking, because she's smart as fuck. Yeah. So I'm taking her upstairs. No baby talk. We, we get upstairs. I sit her down. She gets and walks into her room. So mm-hmm. they have a room for her. They have a toy room. So she was in the toy room. She's running around and she's picking up these toys and she's throwing these toys down. And I'm just looking at her and I'm like, man, she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I wonder what it would look like if I had a kid, so on and so forth. Yeah. So. As she grabs my two little fingers and we talking, and then she go and she grabs this, what was it, a rabbit? No, it was a little sheep. It was like a sheep, and I guess if you squeezed it yeah. hard enough, it would make a, bang, uh-huh. you know? So, you know, if, if it's an adult, you could just grab it and squeeze it with one hand. Yeah, no. But a baby doesn't have that strength in her hand to do that, so she put the baby close to her heart. I mean, she put the fucking uh, the sheep. sheep close to her heart. And she squeezed it like she was yeah, hugging she the shit it out like of it. Like a tight like hug. A, and she was just like, mm, and kind of rocked with it a little bit. Where and I said, head tilted yeah, to the side. Yeah. And then it started going off and she you started got out giggling. That room real quick. And she looked, at me, she looked up at me like she was about to walk back to me. I said, hell no, nah, Rashard, pick up your baby. And he was like, damn, bro, you ain't going to take her back down? I said, fuck no, nah, that shit was too cute. I don't want no fucking kids. She reaching for me, reaching for my two fucking fingers, smiling at me, looking like a little Ezekiel Elliott, and squeezing the shit out of a baby, rocking, looking cute. Get this little motherfucker away from me. <laughs> And you looked at me and you was like, yeah, when it come to kids, he like them and he get yeah. connected to them. Because I was down there. Because kids love you. Yeah, they do. And it's crazy because I was sitting down on the floor and I was, she was taking her little toys out of a little toy box. Mm-hmm. And I was handing them to her and she's talking. Mm-hmm. She's talking. Yeah. Now, I'm going to tell you one thing. I had a couple of thoughts because I'm a crazy kid. <clears throat> First of all, she needs to talk without the pacifier in her mouth. But, but the fact that she has that down and she you can still had, understand what she she's saying. She had the pacifier in her mouth 
and she was still talking and I understood her saying sheep, cow, whatever. Yes. I was like, this motherfucker is smart. Yes. She know how to maneuver her mouth in the toy to say whatever she needs to say. Yeah. And then I found myself, she done handed me her baby. I'm sitting on the floor holding yeah, the baby. And I had to take a picture of that. And I'm sitting, sitting on the floor, on the floor. I'm sitting on the floor holding the baby. And you was like, what Halfway the Indian style yeah. with a doll in between. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, this little motherfucker. <laughs> hey, little bitty bitch. <laughs> Rashard, man. She literally had me wrapped up around her finger within an hour. Yeah. Yeah, I don't need no kids, man. I'll be broke as a motherfucker. Yeah. And I'll be hurting somebody. Yeah. You can't beat my kids. But my welcome to adulthood moment was several times. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome to adulthood moments when I have had someone pregnant before. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like you now have to own up for your shit. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, she had a miscarriage. Um. But that's the thing about it. It's like when it happened, I was like, okay, I I, I gotta fucking take care of this. Did <laughs> you scratch your head? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> how the fuck I'm gonna take care of a kid when I could barely feed myself? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then my next scare was when you have a job mm-hmm. and you got bills to pay, mm-hmm. if you pay all your bills and you still broke, that's adulthood. Mm-hmm. But you know what real adulthood is? When you lose a job and you still got bills to pay and it's nobody's yeah. responsibility to pay them but yours. Oh, and because yeah. everybody else is in the same boat that you're in, can't nobody help you. That's what I tell people all the time. That's why I work so hard and I'm real, like, I'm so frugal. I was going to say, but to, you live beneath your means I, because I really you do won't because, even buy yourself something. Because most of my friends, they can go home to their, you know, they ask yeah. their parents for money or whatever. I don't have, like my, my mom, my, my family unit that I would go to, yeah. they're gone. Yeah, your so mom has passed yeah, away, your great-grandmother passed away, and, and your dad is a stranger. And everybody else comes to me. Yeah. You know, to help them out. Yeah. So I feel like I don't have like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even let you do shit for me. You tried to do shit for me that includes thousands of dollars, more than one, more than two. And, and I'm when like, I no. have, you've always paid me back. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I paid you back within a week. Yeah. But I don't really like taking stuff from you like that. Like, I, I accept it because I know you do have my best interests at heart. Yeah. So it's like, I know if I'm in a tough spot, I can say, hey, I need this. Mm-hmm. But even though you give it to me, even when you give it to me, you give it to me without wanting anything or expecting anything back. Yeah. But I just feel I mean, like. because that's the best way to. Like, if I was ever to do something for somebody yeah. and I'm over here counting down yeah. so they give it back to me. And then they're probably not going to give it yeah. back to me. Or they try and pay you in three yeah. and uh, you installments. you never see your money back yeah. anyway. You pay me $100 so, over three months. Yeah. Like, I ain't seeing nothing that you got to hit me with that three stacks right in my hand yeah my mom always taught me like if you're gonna do something for somebody or if you're gonna loan money out don't loan it with the anticipation of getting it back because mm-hmm. that means you really don't have it to loan in yeah, the first place that's true that's what i did the last time i let somebody borrow some money was last year it was like four hundred dollars yeah and the dude was like i'll pay you back and i said bro don't worry about paying me back because if you don't have it now yeah, don't, and, then oh. I'm, and, and then i'm giving it to you now i know i feel like he would have but i said if yeah. you don't have 400 now and mm-hmm. then you're going to get 400 and when you get 400 you're giving it back to me, you're going to be right back in that same situation. That's my biggest pet peeve. Like, don't tell me. Like, if, if I'm not asking you for it, don't, don't tell, tell me. me you're going to pay me back. Because who in wants two to pay weeks, money back? And then two weeks roll around, and then you call me, and you like, hey, yeah. I, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Just take it. And say, hey, man, if and you we need good. anything, let me know. Exactly. And you keep it moving. Because that anything, may, she may need you to come pick her up or yeah. drop off and at I've the airport people, or whatever the case may be. I've had people borrow, like, under, like, let's say under $100. Mm-hmm. And then I've had people have the gall to be like, oh, well, you don't need it anyways. You got it. You good. Like, what? So, so you don't got to have that. <laughs> no, bitch, I like, need my motherfucking coins. Don't assume coins. anything and don't make promises you can't keep. Have you ever stole anything from anybody? Stolen? Have I you was, ever stolen out of a store when you yeah, was a kid? Yeah, when I was younger. Whatever. Oh my god! 
Stealing was the best thing when I was a kid. And to I get cannot away with stand it, a thief. Well, I, I, I don't think most people can stand a motherfucker. Yeah, thief. I cannot stand a thief, but I did. I, and it was so stupid. I stole candy and I shit like that. I stole some fucking press on nails nah, from the drugstore back when Eckert's used to be. Yeah, yeah. I used to play around <laughs> with the blood pressure machine in the back. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, it's squeeze tight on your arm and you just do random shit. But one of the things, one of the easiest ways I used to steal was I used to steal like uh, me and my homeboy Chris back in the day. We was cool. We ain't cool no more. But we went into Walmart. We would go into Walmart when we had no money and we knew we could only buy a certain amount of things. Like we would probably go in to buy like some links and some bread so we could eat for a while. Mm-hmm. And I remember going in and we would always go in, get some Doritos, get some sandwich meat. And as we walk through the store shopping, we eat it. I so know. So y'all didn't have to pay for it. Mm-mm. Cause we so y'all was the motherfuckers when, when, when responsible go, for these empty wrappers around the em, store. Empty wrappers around the store or open bags of chips put in the cracker aisle. Wow. Or a soda can somewhere they ain't supposed to be. You are. I mean, that's what, you. if you're going to have, if you're going to steal, it got to be worth it. When me and my brother, we worked at Albertsons together. I, he was 16, I was 14. Yeah. In Albertsons, they used to have these cameras. They still have them in some stores, and the camera rotates. Mm-hmm. And my brother had figured out the schedule of the camera rotating. So I remember one day I was like, bro, I'm hungry. We was poor. Mm. Well, Albertsons wasn't paying shit. So he was like, hey, bro, just go get something from the produce. He was like, it'll spin. When it goes into the corner, you'll have about three seconds to get from where you had in the produce to the side door, like oh those those double black Y'all doors why the produce plan. at. And we would take shit. We, like I would grab a drink. I would Not to be funny, throughout the day, I would mm-hmm. put what I needed where I wanted it. And when that time came, I would grab it and go in there, and then I'd be eating lunch. When I think about it, I was just—I didn't even have a reason to steal. If if you paid me, if anybody, if you ever paid me minimum wage, I probably stole from you. <laughs> because nobody should be making minimum wage. So even, that was your way of sticking it to the man. I'm sticking it to the man in different ways right now. Oh, I know. I plan on sticking it to the man until the goddamn day I die. Yeah. The reason you should steal from your government is because your government steals <laughs> from you. And I know they may hear this and be like, "We're gonna check this nigga out," but you know what? I have paid the IRS. This is on yes, wax. Lord. So if you motherfuckers come for me, I know I ain't got no IRS. I paid my 6K. Yes, you I'm did. done. <laughs> Only thing I got is fucking student loans Praise to pay. Jesus. And my few credit cards for, for starting my business. Uh-huh. Other than that, fuck it. Steal from them motherfuckers. Steal. Everybody, go get a Cody. Jailbreak that motherfucker and watch any movie you fucking please. <laughs> Do that. Gas station clerks keep rolling these prices back in line us saying that we are pumping 217 when you know we pumping 240 because who really watches their gas price? I do. Mm-hmm. And it's been several times I pump gas that don't match up what the shit on the board say. Yeah. Keep fucking your government because your government is fucking you. That's going to be the title of the podcast. Yes, so. Okay. Keep fucking your government your because you're fucking the government is. Mm-hmm. You pay taxes. Oh, ooh, Lord. you pay motherfucking tax. You get tax. Listen, taxes. you get taxes taken out of your job. You pay taxes on uh, on clothes. You pay taxes on shoes. You pay taxes on food. How the fuck do they take taxes out of your check and then mm. you still pay taxes everywhere else you spend your money? Yeah. You tell me the government ain't fucking. You. I would just like to talk about this increase uh, in my property taxes that the additional money is going to the school board. However, my child's school politely sends me. Um, pictures of their homework every week because they can't get a working copy machine. So I have to print these pictures off for my children to do their homework, even though they just hit me over the head for an increase in taxes. That's what I don't understand. Yeah. And we were having a conversation. We uh, make our own fucking money. How is the government even owing shit when we print the motherfucking money? (laughs) 
government. Steal from your fucking government because your government is stealing from you. Gas prices don't have to be that fucking high. Taxes mm-hmm. don't have to be that fucking high. All these taxes we pay, then the good people, the people who are doing good, like myself, hanging out here with a shitload of kids, when you make over 60K, oh, they yeah. want to fucking hit you in your pocket and say you owe taxes because you ain't got no fucking kids yeah. and you ain't bought a house so you can pay taxes to your government. So we're going to tax you anyway, so we make sure we get our money from you good Negro working. Mm-hmm. It's all a set up. Like the whole fucking government. These, these tickets. <laughs> Let's not even talk about it. <laughs> I literally got a ticket the other day because I was in the fucking 30. The guy was driving too slow. The left lanes are supposedly used to go mm-hmm. around slow drivers. As yeah. I speed up to go around him, get back in and proceed to try to drop back down to 30, a police catches me. Yeah. They don't get to you don't get to explain why you did what you did. Oh, they don't no, give they a don't fuck. Care. It's just a ticket. Niggas ain't out here giving warnings, you know? Now, and and this is And you asked thing. me, I think was it a white cop and I was like, "No, it was a Hispanic cop." But the fucked up thing and I know this is not for all Hispanics, but I would only I would be lying if I didn't keep it real. Mm-hmm. Americanized Hispanics can be almost as worse than oh, white yeah. folks cuz they damn near fucking think they white. Oh yeah. But, I've even heard Hispanics who are still like chilled and you know humble mm-hmm. be like I don't fuck with him because he think he white. Yeah. Just like we got black people who think they white or they think the color barrier has been crossed when they make a certain amount of money yeah. or when that they start to be in yeah attitude. when they get it yeah and classism so yeah I can understand that so when I get I pulled over by a Hispanic real, cop I feel like he's a white cop anyway. Yeah I used to be kind of brody about getting tickets because I've always been able to get them dismissed. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much anymore because I got a ticket out in Carrollton yeah. which I found out because usually I just call my attorney yeah. and it gets dismissed or yeah. whatever call my attorney on this ticket and they were like yeah it's probably not going to happen it's in Carol's and that's the worst place you can ever get a ticket and I started doing some research yeah. and found out that yeah it pretty much is like they don't do any kind of um, discounts any kind of arrangements or anything like that Yeah, you just have to either pay the ticket or or go to jail and of course if you pay the ticket it's gonna go on your record yep. so you get points against your driver's record so that could make your insurance go up yeah. nobody cares about like you could take a defensive driving class nah that's not an option you gotta get that money yeah fuck your government because your government is fucking you that's all we got, man. I'm about to get ready to go get me a drink and sit up and watch a little bit of TV before I go to bed. So we want you guys to be sure to keep up with all things The Reality Is by going to www.therealityis.com. That's T-H-A, The Reality Is. Also, follow us at The Reality Is on Twitter, Instagram, Anchor, Facebook. You can also listen to previous podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, SoundCloud, Player.fm, Listen Notes, and more. Also, if you would like to be a guest on the show, hit us up. Info at the reality is a call us and leave a message at 469-351-9681 and we'll be sure to answer your question from our perspectives on the upcoming episodes. Last but not least, be sure to leave us a rating or review. We don't give a fuck if it's a good review. We don't give a fuck if it's a bad review. All we want to do is hear from you. And always remember, man, last but not least, in hell, courage, excel, success, artesia. You sounded like a pastor because you said last but not least. I don't know how many times. Last but not least. (laughs) When you say, most pastors, when they say, hey, I'm almost done. Give me about five more minutes. You know that's 30 minutes. Yeah. But I do want y'all to inhale courage to excel success, man. Believe in yourself. The shit that you want to do, you can fucking do it. When people say you can't make it, you can. Because if, if I was doing what people said I was supposed to be doing 10 years ago, I'd be in jail. It made me think about that 2 chain song. Yeah, believe, believe in yourself. yourself. Maybe that'll be the song yeah. that we're going off to. <laughs> but you know that's the thing about it, man. It's like you really, truly have to believe in yourself. 
And again, shout out to Rashard because that's one of the pep talks he gave me. He was like, I know who you are. I saw how crazy you were growing up. He's like, I, I saw all the fucking shit that you did. Rashard is the king of pep talks. Yeah, he, he, he called he, me he, and gave me a uh, unexpected yeah, he will thought. make you feel like a king or a queen man and it's good to have people like that in your corner mm -hmm. but yeah man he was just like man I'm so proud of you because I know you could have went a whole nother way and that's what's the funny thing about it is because so many people see me but it's like people really don't know me and like I tell you all the time if people call me a certain name first thing he always says is A-Ray mm -hmm. and if you say that name like I tell people you know me you know my flaws and all so man again Richard man I love you bro I appreciate you man it was great to hear from you and see you today see your beautiful family man keep doing what you're doing man be blessed everybody be blessed man and uplift somebody else and encourage somebody else stop all this motherfucking hating and bickering like some bitches we out here way beyond a reasonable doubt we still buying V's every season they out shit we knew the plug catching keys in the drought to protect the guilty the names I be leaving them out this is when one key will get you 80 G's in the south if you broke it down for a week without leaving the house with your call bandos we were setting up shop at Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's The Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's The Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.